This is the very first episode of With Love Mona, and it's something that I've been wanting to do for years, and I'm so excited that I finally have been able to make the time and really get together and make this happen. This is something super meaningful to me. I really want to be able to dig in deep with people who I look up to and who I love and to share their amazing stories so we can all learn from them together. And um, this is the nerdy, like, human lover in me just trying to share my love that I have for people with the world. Today we have a very special video. Um, somebody who is very important to me, a very close friend, a sister, a mentor, a feminist, someone who I love so much. We have Sarah Medini in the house. Oh. Woo! <laughs> um, and today we're going to get to know Sarah and everything that makes her such an incredible woman. And I'm so lucky to know her. Um, she's been in my life since I moved to Dubai. So 18 years. Over 18 years. 18 years. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs> like when I see you, like it feels like I've known you a lifetime, but I also remember exactly how I felt when I first met you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in high school. So it's, it's very nostalgic. It is super yeah. nostalgic. It's like it's it's crazy how time has flown by, but at the same time, like you haven't really changed. I think both of our personalities never changed. We matured. No. A little bit. We, 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 <laughs> a little bit. I mean, just a little. Yeah, and we look different, obviously. Not that much, but a little, a little bit. A little bit. But I feel like, it, like I always say, uh, physically I'm 34 years old, but yeah. spiritually I'm 15. Same. So I feel like that never changed. Because every yeah. time I see you, this comes out of us. The, the, the kids in us comes out of us. Yeah. It's very true. There's something about you that even like from the first day I met you um, in high school, I mean... You know, so I first met you when it was like, I think the week after I arrived to this country yes. and I was like 17 years old. I just came here and I was completely culture shocked and a bit like I felt like a fish out of fresh water. I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I was just super nervous. And um, I was actually like so regretful of coming yeah, here. I was like, I, I what remember. did I do? <laughs> Why did I decide to like I remember leave? the long conversations we have at night all the time. Whew, yeah. yeah. I just remember feeling like, what did I do? Why did I come here? And what am I doing with my life? And I remember after meeting you and like getting to know you and becoming close, I was just like, wow, I felt so comfortable. There's something about you that's so comforting and welcoming and sweet. And like you're Still like that today like even to my friends like that I introduced you to today they say the same thing about you they're like she's just so warm you have like you loving. have the same effect you have the same effect <laughs> I think you. this is why we clicked the minute we saw each other I think and, so. I, and I remember when you walked <clears throat> in the class you know <laughs> fresh off the boat from America <laughs> with the with the big sunglasses yes. your shirt I remember your your uniform shirt was tied I did not like wearing a uniform yeah. I was like what I've never worn a uniform my entire life and I'm going into senior year of high school wearing uniform, being told I can't wear makeup, being told I can't wear nail polish. I was like, what is this jail that I'm coming to? I know. And when you were like, why am I wearing a uniform? I'm like, but I've been wearing a uniform all my life. I yeah. don't get what she's talking about. It was tough. It, it was, was tough. super tough. But you made it easier. And I think you have that effect on people, which is so incredible. I See, I think, um, have you ever uh, Googled a term called light worker? I've heard of it before, but I didn't. You I should. don't remember it because I believe you are one as well. It's people who believe that they they are brought up to this, like they exist on this earth for a reason, and the reason is people. So they learn, they get hurt, so they can educate and uplift people through their experiences. That makes so, sense. So we reflect. for you too. Like yeah. I feel like I definitely relate when you say that. Um, but I definitely see that in you as well. I see it in you as well, and this yeah. is why we clicked. I remember the class had what like. 20 people <laughs> out of 20 people we both clicked right away we did yeah. yeah when I when I found you when I found you when I met you and like we just bonded I felt like okay I felt I felt at home with you which yeah. was so incredible I felt the same but I'm yeah. so glad you never left the country you're the reason why I never <laughs> left I tell people all the time and people are like oh my god I can't believe you just moved from America and you moved here and I'm like well thanks to this girl like you and one other person I, I like I give credit to you and Miss Diana because like yeah. she didn't come to my she house she was amazing she was amazing but I'm like you two are the reasons why I stayed otherwise I would have been like gone I remember I yeah. remember the conversation we had you're like we, I want to leave we're leaving yeah. I was like just try I remember for telling six you, more I was months. like Sarah I have to say goodbye I'm yeah. leaving I was like, like I'm leaving. done <laughs> and you told me to hold it out and I was like you know what let me just give it a try let me be more open-minded let me see how I can connect with people rather than like compare all my differences and think about how I'm so different and like how I didn't yeah. feel like I, I belonged but um yeah, and you blended you, right away the, the, the <laughs> moment you you, you remove that barrier from your true. mind you blended right away that's very true and I actually became super attached to everyone in the end and I was like you know what these people they're different but they're so amazing and they're so fun and yeah. they're so they just have a different spirit and I was like I really I really ended up falling in love with everyone and that's why I decided to stay here I was like yeah. actually I love this country and I love the people and I love learning from everyone 
that they're everyone who's so different to me. Like, I love that. Yeah. So let's talk about school. Um, I mean, I know I was a big nerd. I was always in the I was always in the principal's office. You were honestly. Always. I remember I'd always be like in the front of the row, like trying to take notes, and like thinking, "Oh my god, that girl's such a badass. She's so cool. <laughs> I wish I was like as cool as her." But um, I I have to be honest. Like in school, I would have never thought that you would become this serial entrepreneur, successful badass boss lady. I knew you were badass, but I didn't know you'd become this like entrepreneur badass. And straight out of high school. It's not like you've been waited till after you graduated university. Like, you know, yeah. you went straight out of high school and started opening up businesses and you hustled and you did so many things. And I remember seeing you after we graduated high school and I was like, wow, Sarah is so inspiring. Like, I, I love how she's so bold and brave and relentless. Like, it was such an inspiration. And honestly, I do think seeing you do so much inspired me to do so much, inspired me to take risks. So I thought it was really amazing but I would have never guessed that this girl who was like you know yeah because I, I, I don't blame you because I remember <coughs> in school I was too busy uh being a rebel you were a rebel yeah you are a rebel, a rebel. yeah still I, I just I just didn't believe in rules and yeah. I felt I, I believed in freedom and I remember I I was like a Robin Hood so I used to fight for other people's rights so I, I kind of understand what you mean but yeah. um I've I've always ever since I was a kid, um, even when I was like four or five years old, my parents told me you're not nor you're not a normal child. Your mind was way older than your age, which means that he, my dad was like, you started massaging us for money by the age of five. <laughs> oh my! And it was God. expensive. It was expensive. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. I didn't know that. And That's I, something I, I like. And I would buy candy and resell it to my cousins and recruit what? my other cousins to sell to other cousins. But if wow. you ask me, what was I thinking, babe? I don't know. I think people, some people are born with, with this entrepreneurship spirit, yeah. but, but the technicalities of being an entrepreneur can be taught. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't blame you. I know I was always in the principal's office, always breaking stuff, always fighting. Yeah, you're, you're full of energy, full of light, full of passion. I never knew that you've been hustling since you were five. Like this is new information <laughs> to me and like so much respect for you to like start so young. Um, that's incredible, but wow, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, Honestly, I have so much respect for you and everything that you. you've done, really, from day one. Vice versa. Thank I, you. But But you know what? I uh, When I first saw you, I knew you were going to be something one day. Really? Why? Yeah, you, you had that energy, that aura. She's you, making you very, it about me again. <laughs> no, but, She's a giver. This girl is like a bigger giver than no, I am. I mean, honest. Like, I felt yeah. it because you were so balanced. Really? Yeah. Am I balanced? Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm You're, trying. I, I, in school, you were a very balanced person. I mean, I, I worked really hard. I yeah. was definitely, I, I don't know why I've always cared a lot about learning like yeah. till today like that's something that I'm so passionate about I just want to learn all the time I crave it um but yeah it's definitely super. well we're all students of life anyways you it's never true. graduate from this school no yeah. absolutely it's true no I love that I remember being with you the first day of university actually the day before it started we were like in orientation yeah and we were in AUS together in Sharjah Yeah, uh, the American University, and I remember going with you and playing pool, and we met. Oh, yeah. We met my first boyfriend together, <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's just so weird how you've always been there in like super important moments of my life. Um, but it was so much fun, and, and then I remember you left AUS, right? Like you did leave at one point. Yeah. So I, the thing is, I I did three years there. And then I had to choose between my business or my university. Because you started your business straight out of high school. I started my business in high school. The Abaya business. And the nutrition business. The nutrition so, business. So, so okay. it was like I had them both while I was in high school. And I was only like, I started I started them when I was 15. But I never spoke about it in school because yeah. I couldn't relate to anybody. Right. But, uh, and then when I went to university, the company was growing. And I remember you had a tailoring shop in high school, right? Like yeah, you, we were, exactly. you were tailoring things. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, as soon as I went to uni, I remember you talking about the nutrition business. And yeah. I was so blown away by you. I was like, this girl just graduated high school and she already has like three businesses and so many things going on. Um, but it was so impressive and and what 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 made you want to create these businesses or were you just trying things out no um I was trying things out um for sure because I have no education or any uh, experience in fashion or nutrition uh but I remember when I went to university I had to make a choice whether I want to I want to keep studying, and I was studying film directing and acting. Whether yeah, I remember I that. Yeah, whether I want to keep doing that or whether I want to go and take care of my business because they both need 100%. And it, they're both at the, at the early stage. Right. So I chose to walk away and do the business and chose to like be street smart. And um, I don't regret anything. 
I, I love every decision I made. But then for the love of what I was studying, I, I took a course in the US and finished, um, like, it's not a university, but it was like a, a degree mm-hmm. in filming and lighting oh, wow. and, and acting and all oh, that. that's yeah, great. Yeah. So, so I did that, but I didn't do it the way it should be because I believe that you lose some, you gain some. Of course, yeah. yeah. And did you ever want to become an actress? No, but I, I was really good at acting. Like, I, I, was, I was shocked. I can see that. I was shocked. <laughs> I can definitely see that. But I, I loved movie directing because really? I loved imagining something and bringing it to life. Wow. Because, I, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. And I've not seen anything good when it comes to romance mm-hmm. in, in my life in the past. So I love the fact that I can create a story and make it come to life and believe it and make it like make it alive. Like because I've never create seen the story any of that. you want exactly. to happen in the your ending life. you expect. Please make like something so I can watch it and get inspired. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I need a good romance. <laughs> yeah, actually, we 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 are working on a project now. Ooh. We're opening. A, we opened a production company. Oh wow! Yeah. So you never know. Wow, that's but this this exciting. is this was my this was my um, the reason why I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to create stories that last and, and and people that had good hearts and they remain good because I was deceived in life a lot. Okay, so we are gonna play a game. Oh wow! Um, I would say to break the ice, but we have no ice between us. Nope. But it's just gonna be for fun. <laughs> and I haven't seen these words yet, so I'm gonna be seeing them for the first time too. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna pull up the word, and you tell me what the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. Six pack. <laughs> I love me some six pack. <laughs> what kind of six pack? <laughs> Do you care if a guy has a six pack or not? I mean, <clears throat> I, look, a man should take care of himself. Yeah. Like, you take good care of yourself. Like, I do. I work you're obsessed. out, especially with abs. Yeah. I, I've, I, okay, I'd I, I miss the gym every day, but not my abs. Really? So if these abs are of steel, I deserve <laughs> abs of steel. Like as simple as that. She has crazy <laughs> abs of steel. Honestly, it's, it's really impressive. <laughs> like, I'm so impressed with your health regime. So when I think of six pack, I think of torture because I work so hard to like get lines and they go in like a week. Babe, when I first met you, you had a six-pack. That's true. Don't remind me. I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> Whatever you had, you can get back. Not always. Can't keep always. it very long. <laughs> Smile. Um, I think, like, a, s- a smile is the most simplest gift you can give to anybody, and I don't understand why people hold it back. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. I'm going to use your answer. It's, 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 it's just Can a, I do that? It's just moving a muscle. That was just too good. <laughs> I love it. It's moving a muscle, but mm-hmm. still you see people rejecting to do that. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And yeah. I think like a smile is so underrated. Like guys that want to act cool and they want to hit on you and be like, like they're too cool. I'm like, no, it's not attractive. It's so attractive when a guy just smiles and like exactly. you feel his warmth, you feel his love. You feel like he's so confident. He doesn't have to pretend he's cool. You no, know? exactly. He's just like approachable. Love it. Okay. Do you want to hold up the next one? Are they all like decent? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Happiness. <clears throat> okay, happiness is your expectation and your reality. It's happiness is what's in between. Mm-hmm. It's it's not what you expect in life, but you like you get some of it, and it's the reality of what you have. It's a mixture of both together. Yeah. Because you won't settle for what you have, and you want to get your expectation. Mm-hmm. So if you're in between those two, you're happy. Yeah. Just. To me, happiness is as simple as that. That's true. Very true. (laughs) For me, happiness... Well, I read a book about happiness when I was like a lot younger. Actually, it was after my first big breakup. I was so depressed. And the book I read was Fast Track to Happiness. And like something... It was a phrase that she, the author, wrote in there that really clicked. It was like, happiness is a state of mind, not a set of circumstances. And I was like, that's so true. It's like, you can really like reframe how you want to look at something at any point in time and like find happiness in it yeah and you can also look at anything amazing like your most amazing life and you could be so sad Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's really like perception babe you're right because if I put a glass on the table that has half water in in a split of a second you can choose either see it half full or half empty so you choose Mm -hmm. pick your battles so it is it is a state of mind Mm -hmm. okay let's see what's (laughs) next oh betrayal Ah, betrayal. Been there, done that, wore a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, it's a heavy one. It's, um, I understand what betrayal means and how it feels, and I've been through it so many times. That's why I will never dare to to make anyone go through it. Even if if somebody did me wrong, I would never do something like that. Yeah. It's, It's not worth it. What does betrayal mean to you? 
Well, betrayal, <laughs> I had betrayal in business. I had betrayal in relationships. I've, I've been married twice. So I've witnessed betrayal. And um, I don't get it. Why do, why do people have to, to do something like that to somebody? If you're not yeah. happy, walk away. Right? Yeah. So betray- betrayal is not an accident. It's not a mistake. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a choice and it's a planned choice. It's, tr- it's a strategic choice that someone takes. And when someone sits and plots, plots against you, instead of doing everything for you, why would you want to be with someone like that? Very well said. No, I would not, I would not want to be with somebody like that. And I think no. even if you don't want to be with somebody, be honest, be open, be direct, have like open, honest conversations. Like we're not 10 anymore, you know, like just be, be real. Yeah. I don't feel the same. <clears throat> I don't want to be with you. It's as simple as that, yeah. but betraying it's like, but anyways, it's, um, it's, it's dropping their standards, not yours. So a lot of people, when they get betrayed, they think something's wrong with them, Yeah. but there's nothing wrong with you. You can sleep yeah. at night. You can move on with your life, but that person, I feel sorry for people who betray because they can't move on with their life. Right. Not even, not, not only in relationships, even career, because if you betray someone in a relationship, you can betray someone at work. Right. Yeah. There's Absolutely. no limit. Yeah. That's true. And if they're betraying you, they're probably betraying everybody else, exactly. including themselves. 100%. Probably. You know, they're just not being honest with themselves. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Friendship. Oh, I like this one. Friendship is what we have. Um, I I value friendship so much, and that is for sure. Yeah, I can second that. Like you are somebody who, you know, honestly, because I consider myself a good friend to people, and I don't meet that many people who I feel hold it to the same standard. Yeah, but you're one of those people who I'm like, no matter what, I know I can count on you. I know I can depend oh, on you. Like I trust you with my eyes closed, and I can't say that about so many people. And like and, it's and, very few. And let me know if you feel <clears> the same, because I feel like um, a true friendship is not people who are physically with each other always, but I know I can pick up the phone, you can pick up the phone, and that person is there, and they're the exact same person you left years ago. A hundred percent. It never changes. One hundred percent. I think that, you know, that's definitely you. <laughs> and that's definitely How many you. times <laughs> have I picked up the phone to call you? I'm like, Sarah, help me. <laughs> No, but I feel like I can pick up the phone and talk to you about anything, anytime. And you're always there. And regardless of, of like your busy schedule, yeah. you're always there. That's true. Yeah. No, I love, that's I love true. You. I love that about you. I love you too. I feel like this whole session is just going to be us telling each other how much we love each other. A love fest. So what? Spread love. What's that's wrong with true. That? No, but yeah. that's, that's very true. I agree with you. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. What do you think of you that? You have Tinder on your card. Um, okay. Would to- you do it? To be, to be honest, I'm, it's 2020. Yeah. So technology is big now. And with the, with the Rona situation, I mean, that's the only way you can get around, right? That's true. But I've never tried them. I did try one when I was in the U.S. because my friends set me up to it. Oh, wow. And, and you know, they're American. So they didn't understand how, like, in my culture, I can't be, like, showing my face. So they're like, Sarah, look, ta-da. And it was a picture of me. Oh, no. <laughs> there. I was like... This goes down now. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not against it. I'm not yeah, against, not it. against uh, it. Anyway, look, back in the days, they did what they did yeah. to meet. And nowadays, we do what we do to meet. Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. definitely hard out there. Definitely. Okay, one more word. Let's do it. Feminist. See, I am a feminist, but at the same time, like, if I'm, like I would fight for a man's right as well. That's amazing, yeah. though. And yeah, I think that's I, what a feminist does, you know? We're mothers of the world, you yeah, know? 100%. That's amazing. I love that. I've never heard someone say that, but... 100%. Totally no, true. no, I, I know my message is for women because it's by a woman, but I would never hesitate to fight for a man's right at any given time, even if it's against a woman because a woman did him wrong. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I, I, I believe in equality. Mm-hmm. I, we are genderless, so I don't know why do we still think of, of gender as an issue. Right. We're genderless. And we should think we're of humans. Yeah, yeah we're humans. we should think of people that way. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, but, but I've got women's don't. back. Like whatever Always. women need, I got your back, ladies. I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true. So people, so people call you serial entrepreneur. Like that's yeah. kind of like when I think of Sarah, I think of serial entrepreneur, feminist, mother, badass. But um, out of everything you've tried in business, what was your favorite? Um, I tried so many things. I failed in so many things. I I opened and shut down so many things because. You know, sadly, you never know unless you try. 
You can't just sit and predict, you know what I mean? That's true. So I tried so many things, but what I can guarantee you is none of the businesses that I've had, I have seven at the moment. None of them are things. Seven. <laughs> none of them. No are, big deal. And, and just seven. <laughs> tr trust me, no big deal. You, I, can do, I have capacity to do three more. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, But none of them is something I had experience or knowledge in or education in. All I did was Google how to open a restaurant, how to start a tech company in Los Angeles, how to, wow. and I did it. I made it all happen. But of course, right now, most of the businesses are affected because of the current situation right uh but the most thriving businesses that i'm doing right now one is uh, halahai which is the celebrity shout out platform super cool so it's kind of like cameo where you can book yes like someone saying hi or like a shout Happy out birthday and stuff like Love that it. your favorite celebrity i've done it once <laughs> someone She's booked me on halahai but then you have a booking as well now oh really yeah, anyone, yeah. <laughs> just to let you know but uh, this was this is fun, yeah. and we launched it during uh, Corona, mm -hmm. uh, during lockdown, and then the other one is Spread Talent, where we're managing uh, A-list celebrities. That's great. Yeah. And what made you want to get into this type of business? Because I know it's very different to your previous businesses, where you had like fashion, FMB, and so many other types of things, yeah. tech tech investments. What made you want to start Hella High and to, Spread Talent? To be honest, um, I'm a full time public speaker, right? So I had a management. Uh, that managed me and I wasn't satisfied with the way they did it mm -hmm. and with with how biased they are because it, it, like they have 30 talents when a deal comes through they'll give it to the talent that makes the most money mm -hmm. do you know what I mean although the client might want me so right. I felt like there was an, an, like injustice in mm -hmm. the system when it came to the entertainment industry and so interesting because I never even thought about that but you're probably so right because they want to make the most money exactly exactly yeah no no one i felt like they weren't there for you you they looked at you as an object that makes money but they forgot the fact that you're human and that like come on like there's ethics there's morality even in making money there's enough money in this world for everyone to make you know i completely agree with that yeah so so i saw that and i opened the company in la five years ago okay. social fish and oh, then social fish right. yeah yeah and then when when i branched and and I don't know how it happened, but I started working with so many big celebrities, so many Because people love you. <laughs> That's how it happened. Like, who wouldn't want to work with you? But, babe, like, the way it happened, it was like magic. Like, how did the, all these big celebrities come to me and work with me? And, and we're talking about Hollywood. And then I was like, you know what? Let me take it to the Middle East. And we opened Spread Talents here mm -hmm. because I felt like this neglect was in the Middle East. Right. And I wanted to set the record straight, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be more ethical. Even, even I have a tech company in Los Angeles. The reason why I, as a woman, entered in tech is because I felt that people were creating tech to get rid of humans and they were happy probably true they were happy they were like <laughs> in the future no we don't need people it's all about robots I was like no we, sh we should have more ethical techpreneurs to fix this we need humans we should not get rid of humans so I entered that scene because I wanted to be ethical in that business and we, we need people like that you know what I mean who, who do it ethically it's not just about making money it's how you make your money that matters as well Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And that's so scary to think that people are like going in with the objective of like getting rid of the need for humans. Yes. Like what will the world look like? Exactly. If we don't need humans anymore. Okay. So so what is your goal with spread talent and hella high? Like what do you want to do in the region? For or even globally. For Hella High it's that when we first started, my vision was a bit narrowed. It was like, I want to be the first platform in the region. But after launching three months, we grew so big, bigger than Cameo did in two years. Wow. In three months. And um, so then I was like, you know what? I'm going worldwide. I'm going after Cameo. Ooh. <laughs> oh, girl, I like that. So I love ain't that. no shame in the game, you know? <laughs> so, and I think competition is healthy. Yeah, I absolutely. love it, you know? And if somebody told me I want to take you down, I love it. It makes me want to work harder. Love it. So this is, I, I want Halahai to be the one-stop shop for entertainment. Mm -hmm. And then with Spread Talent, I want to just be a very ethical um, talent agency that manages like uh, celebrities that are like A-list, B-list, but also at the same time to create talents mm -hmm. from the region and make them something. That's amazing. Yeah. And can you mention like anybody you're working with? Well, yeah, we, we work we work with a lot. Like um, we worked with Karim Benzema. We worked with, uh, we work full time with Michele Morone. Wow. We work, um, we, like Swiss Beats. Amazing. Uh, we've done a couple of things with Usher. So, Ooh, so amazing. They, yeah, so, so we, do have, we do have a lot. <clears throat> I, I don't know all of them at the top of my head, although I should know. <laughs> But, uh, but we do it's a lot. It's becoming a big business though, right? Like now you have a complete team and everything. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, what I like is 
how ethically we're doing it. That's fantastic. because the entertainment industry is, is a bit yeah. dirty. You know, oh. we all know that it's yeah. a bit dirty. So yeah. you need clean people that does the business in a clean way, and it makes the yeah. celebrity happy because they suffer as well. Absolutely. I I remember having an experience once where I had a manager who I also just felt didn't care about me, didn't care about my feelings. Like you said, I was just like a commodity. Um, and it's the worst feeling ever. It makes you feel like shit. It makes you yeah. feel like you don't even want to do this anymore because you're like, okay, this this is just like, you feel used. You, you feel know? like an object. Completely. Yeah, like a money machine. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Which so is sad. That's amazing that you're trying to help solve that for people because I think, I think the more and more that influencers are becoming important, the more people who are going to be hungry to be managers yeah. and they're yeah. just going to do it without the intention of like actually helping build someone's career and yeah. you know take care of how they feel through this crazy journey because yeah. it is a crazy journey. Like hundred percent. I mean. But but you know what, babe? What what we also do, which I love at Spread Talent, is that we have we have a an arm in the company that teaches them how to invest their money. So so what I like as well is that we have an arm in the business in Spread Talents that helps teach the celebrities how to invest their money. So we oh, great. we take investment choices with them. We help them financially, like um, manage their assets and all that. Because we feel I feel like a lot of celebrities. Forget the fact that their beauty is going to fade, their voice is going to go. 15 minutes. <laughs> you never know how long it's going to last. Exactly. So you want the te to teach them how to mm -hmm. invest their money at an early stage, mm -hmm. but not wait for the day they get broke to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's something that a lot of people need, especially when you're a celebrity. And even for myself, like I remember when I first became an influencer, I was like, oh my God, I'm making so much money. And definitely I blew it all. And yeah. thank God we had a business to fall back on. But if I didn't, what would I have done? You know, exactly. like some people, that's their only thing. But you're a smart woman. I try. <laughs> no, no, no. You're a very smart woman. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, with, with your work, with your finances. But also, like, thank God, I think I've been fortunate. And it's been through lots of hard work and, like, trying at so many things, you yeah. know? Like, I think if I would only focus on one thing, I probably would be in a not-so-good situation. But it's because true. I was doing so much, at least some things took off well and yeah, some but, didn't. <laughs> but you know you're not lucky. It's not about luck. <laughs> I worked really hard. You worked really hard. I still hard. do. I work really, really hard. We, we yeah. both do, yes. Yeah. Stop making it about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know See how, how she's trying well. to switch it over. <laughs> so you've had a lot of incredible successes and you're still building so many new ventures, which is amazing. Um, but I'd love if you could share maybe some things that you've learned in the past, maybe some, not regrets, because I know you don't have any regrets, um, but you know, lessons that you want to share with people when it comes yeah. to business. Like what would you have done differently if you started over today? So I'm glad we're talking about this because if we keep talking about our success, people cannot relate, but they can relate to failure. Uh, failed so many times, lost money, lost people, <laughs> been there, done that. But uh, I think uh, f uh, this is an advice for women, especially in business. Um, we are emotional creatures. Uh, we do have a bit of rationality, but we mix emotions more, which is good because in leadership, you need emotions, which is amazing. It's, it's a good na to navigate. Uh, your ship, but I did a mistake, and I and I want to tell women not to do the same mistake. Which is, when you meet or when you work with partners, don't base your work on your emotions. Like, hey, I love you, I trust you. We don't need a contract. Mm -hmm. No, we don't need that. We're friends. We're good. Because I've done that. Amen, sister. <laughs> I've I've done that, and I I've done that ate too. Crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. I love that you're so you you love sharing about your your challenges you've gone through and yeah. things that you've filled up because I'm sure a lot of people who see you probably think you've never gone through hard times and probably think, oh, she's just this rich Arab girl who comes from money, oh, who's geez. just like spoiled Every or she day. just got lucky. Um, but I think it's great to share with people that, no, you've, you've failed before. You've had to close down businesses, but you keep going and yeah. you, you stay inspired. But you know what? I know we both went through the same thing when it comes to <laughs> partnership. But, Similar things, yes. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. That experience never made me lose my faith or trust in people. So after that experience, I trusted more people and I worked with more people, but I learned how to choose the people in a better way mm -hmm. and to have contracts to back me up all the time. So experiences like these should not uh, steal away from your personality. Yeah. It should add value. Absolutely. So if, if a situation like this changes me and I can't trust people, that means the person who hurt me won mm -hmm. and I'm not going to give them that credit. I'm going to remain the same. So beautifully said and... Um it's incredible that you can do that. It's easy, like saying it seems like, wow, you know, can you even believe that someone could go through something? So, because I know what you've gone through and obviously we're not going to share details on camera, yeah. but to be able to say that and actually do that, and I know you've done that, um, is really incredible. And I think it shows how strong you are. 
Um, because it's easier just to be like, oh my God, I'm not trusting anyone ever again. But that's, that's the easy way out. And, and that's changing who you are. And why? Why would I change who I am? No, I, I, look, we all know the, the world is the way it is because there's no trust, there's no love. So why would I be one extra person to that circle that's destroying it all? So another thing I, I want to talk to you about is that, um, as I, I am sure you felt this as well, um, as an entrepreneur, and not only as an entrepreneur, Believe in your gut feeling. Like, it's, it's scary. It's scary how accurate... I don't know what's in there, what's causing it. It's magic. <laughs> it's, I, you know, sometimes I tell my dad, I feel like it's, you know, because our souls can't speak. Like, we're mm -hmm. body... I don't believe we're bodies with souls or souls with bodies, right? Right. But that's how your soul speaks to you. It connects with you. It, like, that pain, that feeling you have in your gut, mm -hmm. it exists for a reason. Yeah. And it's not always there. It's just there in certain situations. Mm -hmm. But us as humans... We have the curiosity of wanting to know and wanting to try, yeah. but we need to learn how to trust our gut feeling, which in, you know, in Islam, like in, in Islam, they say tawakkul, mm -hmm. which is like to, how do you say it? Like to 100% relay, like uh, to, trust, to trust. trust in God. Yeah, trust in God. Yeah. And I feel like this is a way God connects with you beca mm -hmm. because it's weird. You know, my, my entire lesson for 2020, like from the beginning of the year was like, I've got to trust my gut more. Like that's the one thing that I've like, realized in life like almost every mistake I've made every big like disaster that's happened it's because I ignored signs where yeah. my stomach was like oh something's off something's yeah. off like you know I'd get those signals that you're talking about and I think that's so beautifully said like the soul kind of connecting with your body I never thought about that that way but you're right our soul can't speak but um, yeah. I think it is that's that's so interesting how you put it But yeah, I didn't trust my gut for the longest time. I'd always try to like make excuses for people. I'd always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'd lie to myself completely. Yeah. I, I was delusional. I'd be like, no, 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 they're not. They're not liars. <laughs> yeah, They're not tricking me. Like, no, like I, I would just like completely make up stories in my head to make the person a beautiful person. But that's because I, you're a good person. Yeah, and I want to see the beauty in everyone because I do still believe everyone has beauty inside them. I think, like you said, some people don't have love. They don't have trust. Yeah, And that's why they act the way they do. Um, but no, now I'm, I'm like, every time I do it, every time I go to sleep, I'm like tr checking in with my gut. I'm like, how do you feel today? Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything that me. threw you off? <laughs> like, let's, let's start talking to each other. Yeah. Um, cause I think you can build that connection. Oh yeah, you can. It's energy. Yeah. It's also, it, the thing is, w w we always talk about energy, but what we don't, what we don't get is that our bodies pick energies from people. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're like, it, 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 I don't know how to explain it. It's magic. It is. But I believe that, you know, we need to really listen to it. You know, because it happens in certain situations. And some, like, not only that, sometimes you'll be sitting down and you'll just get it out of the blue when you're thinking of somebody. It's like it's connected with the universe. I have no idea how to, I don't, I don't want to go deep and, and like be philosophic about it because I don't know much. But this is my humble like explanation about it. And this is how I, I translate it to myself. So I love, I've always loved how deep you are, how spiritual you are. And, you know, now that you have a son, Maktoum, who's already five, right? Yeah. Like, I can't believe it. Um, how do you teach him about the values you have? It's hard. You know why? Because I believe, you know how everyone says this is a man's world, right? But I believe the reason it's a man's world is because of women. Because we teach our kids, like I, I listen to conversations between moms and their daughters and I listen to the mom telling the daughter, when you grow up, you're going to meet a man that's going to do all the work. He has the money. You're going to sit at home. You're going to get everyone, everything you want. You, you, you are a princess. Yeah. But this kills something in her and makes her dependent. Oof. So then you're teaching your daughter that it's a man's world. So mm -hmm. then we, we, we go saying, oh, men made it a man. No, no, it was a contribution of women as well that made it a man's world. So my, my job every day is, is to make sure my son understands that um, we're equal. And I'm a single mother, so that I can be a dad and a mom at the same time. And that I work so hard, like especially with money. I, I, I show him how hard I work. He's with me in the office. He sees what I go through. Wow. And then, yeah, and then I show him how, how little I spend in front of him. Mm -hmm. So he would like appreciate money. Mm -hmm. And I also teach him spirituality, like about life. And I, I, I talk in a very deep way to my kid, even since he was two. Actually, since I was pregnant wow. in my stomach. Yeah. And people used to make I fun of that. me. But believe it or not, it sticks in their subconscious mind. Totally. Have yeah. you ever heard of this um, this concept of epigenetics imprintation, like on a child? No. It's basically like how when you're pregnant, when the mother's pregnant with the child, 
um, whatever hormones she's feeling, whatever kind of stress that she's feeling or whatever she's going through will be imprinted on the child. So if oh like God, she's going through so a lot stressed. of <laughs> drama, a lot of problems, like the child might be a more dramatic child because they're used to having all these like the cortisol and like all this dopamine um, in their system. So there is a lot of studies recently that says like, you know, when a mom's pregnant, it really affects like the psychology and the biology oh of the God. child. You know, this makes a lot of sense because I was actually uh, separated when I was pregnant. Oh, wow. I was separated. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I, I did the pregnancy alone. So I was kind of feeling down the whole time. Wow. And and uh, my son has a bit of a drama, but I thought that was from me. But I guess <laughs> it's extra because of what I went through. Maybe. But I believe in this. I believe mm-hmm. that like everything you say, everything you do, um, a child will not get it when he's in your stomach, but his brain... Mm-hmm. Our brain is a tool, right? And it's 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 awakened since day one. It, mm-hmm. it absorbs information and then it builds character. Mm-hmm. So that's why I used to talk to him all the time when I was pregnant. And wow. I even now, like my son knows everything about my life. That's amazing. Everything you could think of, relationships, friendships. Even when I fight with somebody, he knows how I feel. He knows everything, and he's very emotionally intelligent. Wow. Yeah. Thank God I didn't listen to the advice of a lot of moms who told me you're wasting your time talking to your kid. No, yeah. I think that's incredible. I think. You know, I don't have any children, but I see Huda with Nora all the time. And, like, Nora is kind of like what you're saying with yeah. Maktoum. Like, Huda tells her everything. She explains situations. She tells her why she feels certain ways and why she reacts certain ways. And I feel like it definitely makes them a lot wiser. And it makes them kind of grow up with you, which is, I think, so valuable. I wish my mom and dad did that to me yeah. as a child because I'm like, all I saw was, like, passive-aggressive communication. <laughs> no one talking about their feelings. Yeah. Everybody pretending like everything is okay, but really everybody's mad and... I never saw like people talk about emotions in like a healthy way. Yeah. So I think starting from, you know, the age of five or even younger, like since you started, you know, that's incredible. It, it, it builds by the way, a lot of characters, mm-hmm. characteristics in them, honesty, loyalty, um, um, ethics, morals. Yeah. These conversations do take the kid far. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's I, amazing. I do that all the time, all the time. So incredible. And I, I love what you said about, you know, also women having something to do with it when it comes to teaching women, you know, girls, young yeah. girls saying that, you know, when you grow up, you're going to have a man take care of you, et cetera. Like I went through that with my parents, you know, like they did encourage me to work hard. I'm not going to say they didn't, but they always planted in my head, like your objective in life is to like get married and have kids. Like yeah. that was the goal. Um, thank God I didn't go in that route because like, imagine if that was like my, every single thing around me, my motives was just to find a husband or just yeah. to do that, I feel like it would have made me very desperate. Um, yeah. And I think that's what happens. You become so desperate just to find someone to take care of you. And why do you have to do that? And you rush into making wrong decisions and wrong, totally. choosing the wrong people. Absolutely. But, but I've, seen, I've seen this mistake, not only with raising girls, even with, with raising men, like the mother would tell the kid, like, I hear this all the time. Every time I go to anyone's house, mm-hmm. no matter where, how, I hear the mother, the mother telling the boy, you'll find a woman, she'll be your maid, she'll cook for you, she'll clean for you. She'll... <laughs> what? I swear, and I was like, what are you what? teaching? And then that's why men grow up not respecting women. That's and horrible. And then like having a side chick while he's married because he feels like the wife is made for certain things. So horrible. Like uh, she's a DHL that, that delivers children. And then, and then like she, she cooks and cleans and that's it. And that's even if he tries, like I've seen men try, but it doesn't work because they're programmed that this is not the way it is. And they don't see that at home. No, I show my kids emo. I show I show my son emotions so much and affection, and he's very affectionate. He's and so that's how cute. It should be. Honestly, he's the cutest. He is so affectionate. Every time I yeah. see him, like he's just full of love, you know. And it's so incredible because you're a single mom, but you've been able to give him so much love to make him feel so, you know. He he's definitely the opposite of jaded. I don't know what word that would be, but yeah. like he is so content and so like just so lovable. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I, and I hope he grows up to be a, a great man. Yeah. You know, that, that's my main goal. He definitely uh, will. My main goal. I know that. I'm, I'm 100% sure he will, honestly. But I know he'll be a heartbreaker as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely super cute. Um, do you want to talk about relationships and, you know, marriage? I mean, I know you've gone through it twice. Yeah. I haven't gone through it at all. <laughs> and I don't know which one is like tougher to have in the society, like never being married at all or going through divorce. Like, you know, either way, like people criticize you and give you a hard time. Um, Even if you're not married, people criticize you. That's what you. I'm saying. Like, honestly, it's like I, I'm sure you get crap from people being like, why? What happened? Oh, What's 
why are you ending your relationships? Why don't you just stay with them? You know, I'm sure you probably go through a lot of that. No, I, I, I don't understand why people online feel so entitled. Do you and, get a lot of comments? Oh, yes. And well, no, I don't get only comments. I get blames. Like, you're the reason. You've done this. You've done that. And, and you're just sitting there. You're like, but I was... I was the one that was done to. Like, I was the one that was hurt. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not your job to clarify or clean your name to the public. Who knows you knows you, who doesn't doesn't. Right. And you know, you've known me since forever. I never even care about what people say. I never that's cared. And, and that's one thing I've loved about yeah. you so much. I'm surprised to hear that people would criticize you for <sighs> going through separation and divorce because everybody knows how incredible you are. I think everybody knows how incredible you are because you are this amazing, inspiring person who's just sharing goodness all the time. Um, but I think it's probably because we're in the region and I feel like the woman typically gets the blame for leaving. Um, yes, that was one of it. And then the other part of it is when, when, uh, when a person plays a victim and when they are wrong, they would throw all their mistakes at someone else. So is that what happened? This is what happened. So I, yeah, fe- I, I felt like, you know, I, I, all their mistakes were hanged on me as if I was a coat hanger. You know, but I've done nothing wrong. I have nothing to hide. And if and if I had to prove, I could, but I don't care. Yeah. My my job is not to 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 open people's eyes. It's no one's business. My personal life is no one's business. I am happy. I can sleep at night. I've hurt nobody. I've done nothing wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are certain people, and I'm sure you know you know people like that, where they are so good at manipulating the truth and making you look bad. Con, con artist. Con artist, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, what they don't get is like karma is there. And in the end, the truth comes out. And it doesn't, it doesn't even affect me. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care being bullied and harassed online. I have a strong personality. If you don't know me personally, your opinion of me will never move me. Never. And you can't feel entitled of giving me criticism if you don't know me personally. Because what are you basing your criticism on? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of knowledge? So I was... For being divorced twice, I, I was attacked, and I, he was sadly I was attacked by women. What? Yeah, by women, and the That's men crazy. the men were supportive online. Wow. And they were like, "Listen, you're strong, blah blah, and all that." But I was attacked by women. Wow. And they were defending the the like the other person, but I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. Um, you know, well, the, like my goal in life every night is to go to sleep, to put my head on the pillow, knowing I did not hurt anybody, I did not lie, I did not cheat, I did not steal. Right. And that puts me to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to base my life just focusing on how to fix a reputation that I didn't create, I'm going to be deemed all my life to serving people. It's very true. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Can I hear amen? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> nodding their heads. <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing. I think it's just it just shows how um, confident you are. You know, like uh, there's... People say, like, warm-blooded animals, like, you don't need the opinion of others to fill up your your own opinion of yourself, which is no. amazing. No, not at all. Not at all. Have you always been this way? I mean, I know you have, but <laughs> for everybody watching. <laughs> I, I believe, see, I, I've always been this way. Yeah. Like, it was in me, yeah. but I never showed it by actions. I think my actions followed my emotions after being hurt so many times in life and going through relationships and, and like... Babe, you you know my journey. Like anything a woman can think of that happened to a woman in a relationship happened to me. (laughs) But uh, I I did not change. I still believe in love. I believe in happy endings. I believe in marriage so much. What? Okay. That I don't know how you do. Like for me... Personally, every time I've gone through a breakup, it takes me like five years to get over, <laughs> get over it. No, really. Are you serious? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, to get over the breakup? Yeah, but to even start your, trying again. To lose your trust in, in, in I mean, the whole in the process? past, yeah. I mean, it takes me a long time to recover. I'm like, okay, that's it. Never dating again. Like, you know, I'm like, I cross men off. But how do you keep your optimism? How do you keep going? How do you, like, what keeps you going? Like, I, I just lose interest. I'm like, I'm done. I'm over it, but like, aren't you a good person? I am. Am I anti a good person? Yeah. How, what's the population of the world? I don't know. N- nine billion? Nine <laughs> Is billion? Is it nine now? Oh my nine, god. Nine, ten billion? I, it's like eight, I think now. Eight billion? And, yeah. and we, we we met three guys, or you met two guys, and you're making There's these two lot. guys change your whole mentality about nine billion people? I don't know. I guess I think I lose interest, and I'm like, I wasted so much time. I get frustrated. I think as I, I go all in, but I know you do too, so that's why I'm like, 
how do you keep your interest after going through so many bad times? Because love is so beautiful and so much fun. Getting to know people is so beautiful. And whether it works or not, it's fine. And uh, I, wouldn't, I mentioned this earlier about the business, but I will not let an ex-relationship or an ex-husband or whatever it is kill the way I believe in marriage and love. Then they took everything away from me. Like they, right. they won, as I mentioned earlier. They mm-hmm. win. I will not let them win. No, I believe in love and I believe in marriage. And you know what? I'll try. Because if, believe it or not, love is, the, love is the poison, but love is the cure. Ooh. Yeah. That was deep. She's full of deepness. Yeah, the, <laughs> I keep the, getting the chills. only way to get over, over a heartbreak <laughs> yeah. is to fall in love again. But not, not, huh? not in the intention of rebound, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. But in the intention to really, really find the right mm-hmm. person. And I feel like there is someone out there for me. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> there is, baby. There is. It's coming. <laughs> so I love that you don't care about what other people think. Um, and I think it's incredible, especially people who don't know you. But what about people like, because you are Emirati. Yeah. You know, you're a local girl. So it's, um, for people who don't know, it's like a more conservative culture. You know, you've done things that most people wouldn't. You know, you're super public. You public speak. You've opened businesses. You're on, you were on government boards, you know, super active. Um, you have tattoos. You have piercings. Like, you have so many paradoxes within you. Um, yeah. How is that, like, with people like your family? Like, do they give you a hard time? Do they support you? Um First of all, all of these things you mentioned publicly, um, I, to be honest, like I, I don't care about what people say about me, about how I look, how I dress, how I all that. And I love, I love not fitting in. And I'm never going to surrender to that system where I have to fit in and to be like everyone else. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to live one life to, to, to live like that. No way. I'd, like It's depressing to me because I'd rather ex- uh, live, not exist. When it comes to family, of course, like because my siblings are very normal, like they're 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 they're, they're, they're what every parent would want, right? And I'm I'm the rebellious one who's always like coming home with something new. Mom, I have a piercing. Mom, I've got a tattoo. Mom, Mom's like I'm gonna die. <laughs> so, I I guess I and I told my parents this once. I told them, magic happens when you give a person the space to be themselves. Ooh, I love that. And, 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 you know, they realize. They realize that this is the daughter we love. This is the person we love. And she's amazing. And she's, she's doing amazing things. She has a good heart. She's clean. It doesn't matter how she looks, how she acts, or whatever mm-hmm. she does. We know right. our kid. Mm-hmm. Um, do people give my family a hard time? Yes, they do. Because they go like, oh, why do you let your daughter do this? Why do you yeah. let your daughter do that? No matter how open-minded my parents are, they still come from, a, from like, an old-school culture. Right. So it affects them sometimes, but I always have to like give them a reality check. Where listen, um, the people who are telling you this, their kids like have a fi- like have no jobs. They're sitting at home. Um, they're not. They're doing bored. They life. must be yeah. bored if they're talking about exactly. your business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, just uh, live and let live. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And th- this is why I have a company in America, and every now and then, like, I go to LA <laughs> for work. It's because I do you get escape- tempted to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I escape my reality. Yeah. Because no matter how real you are, it's still hard to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Because Would, people don't accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever see yourself living in the States? I, I, I yes, but like now things change a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've, no, I've always seen myself living in Los Angeles because the minute I remember the first time ever I landed in LA, with the first breath I took when I came out of the airport, I felt like I was born here wow. in another life. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like the energy and all that, like, it's people thrive. People are like... I love it, too. Yeah, I feel both, the same way. We about it, right? Same, yeah. same exact feeling. Like, every time I'm there, I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. And I feel like it's the place of, like, complete non-judgment. Like, yes. I, I could be like, I'm a unicorn. And people are like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. You could just be yourself and it's celebrated, which is really amazing. 100%. And I do feel like the region's definitely changing a lot. And, you know, people like you are probably a part of it. Like, you're giving space for the younger generations to also be a little bit more rebellious, to yeah. be different, to be themselves, and to celebrate that. Because, yeah. you know... You're being different, but you're also successful. So people are gonna like think, okay, my child might be a little bit of a rebel, but maybe she'll be that person who makes yeah. us proud. Um, so I think it's really incredible no, you're and, doing that. And, and when the when the UAE announced the year of tolerance, it made me happy because I was like, 
tolerate difference. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, t- yeah. T- take it like don't take it at heart. And why? I, what I don't understand is why do people take difference? Like if you look different, why do people take it personally? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see someone with tattoos, or like with like ripped jeans, and you people stand there and they take it personally. Like how is that even personal? What do you know about this person? What do you know about their story? What if they're really good? Yeah. So people need to learn how to like um, detach from their judgment. Mm-hmm. And you know, enough judging. Start loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. That could be a bumper sticker too. <laughs> We're full of bumper sticker ideas today. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I would love to jump back into marriage because um, yeah. I have no experience there. <laughs> and I want to learn from you. I'm uh, a school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes because like, I think it's easier to get out of a relationship before you're married. But when you're actually married to someone, even when you have children with someone, you know, how do you leave a marriage um, when you know it's not working? Like, how did you find the strength? When did you know it was right? So definitely for the sake of trying, you have to try. But if you try every trick in the bag and nothing works and you're, you're miserable, I don't believe in, in stay for the kids. I don't believe in that. Because if the kids see the wrong type of love, they grow up, you know, like disturbed. Yeah. When it comes to that, that emotion, number one. Number two, a child doesn't need a mom. He needs a happy mom. This is what people don't get. This is what women don't get. Mm-hmm. Your child doesn't need a mother. He needs a happy mother. Yeah. And you can't fill from an empty cup. No matter how much you say you're content and you're staying with him for the kids and you love that decision, mm-hmm. in- internally you're not happy. You're right. broken. And that, that shows. No matter how much you try to hide it, it mm-hmm. shows. So I live once. And the only thing I cannot take back is time mm-hmm. and age and my youth, right? Right. So I would walk away even if I had 10 kids. Wow. I, I'll take my kids and I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do because I deserve to be happy. Freedom and, ha- and happiness is a God-given right. Everyone should practice. And you said in the beginning, it's easy to walk away from a relationship, not from a marriage. I'll say it's the same thing. Really? It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. If it doesn't fit, change. That's mm. it. As, as, but okay, society and culture taught us that it's way deeper than that. That's why most of the women I know that have stayed in broken marriages... All of them are sick. They have diseases. Oh, God. Because it reflects on you. Mm-hmm. It does. It, it, your emotions reflect on you physically. Mm-hmm. And they all say the same thing. I think I got sick because I stayed. Oof. Yeah. And I don't want to be like that. Yeah. And I don't want any other woman to do that. You know, you were not happy. You tried. Walk away. Mm-hmm. It's not like be a child and take a random decision. Oh, I'm right. not happy. Oh, oh, he didn't buy me the shoes I want. I'm, I'm leaving him. It's, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is very deep. Uh, in terms of treatment, trust, respect, loyalty. Mm-hmm. If these pillars are, are not there, love is not important. Yeah. Because you can fall in love over and over and over again. And every time we fall in love, we fall, we fall harder and stronger because we learn. I feel like you need to teach me how to fall in love. It's very Because I feel baby. like I've been through so many hard, like so many breakups um, to where I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm you good. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You're a very warm person. You have a big heart. I do, yeah. but not in relationships. It's, lo- it's lonely, it's you know? lonely protecting a broken heart. Yeah. Just let me tell you that. Yeah, Hearts are made to be broken. You need to, you need to make a, like a whole like book or podcast just on teaching people how to like fall in love again and again. Because I think that's mm. what happens with people. Actually, my book is coming out soon. It has a chapter Ooh. on love. What? Yeah. We need yeah. to talk about your book. It's uh, my book. It was supposed to release like a year ago, but then somebody okay. erased it. Every every delay has a blessing, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because yeah. I matured in that time where I rewrote it, so so the writing became better. A lot of the reasons why women stay in broken relationships: a kids, b um, as you mentioned, the legal work they don't want to go through that, and then three is the society. But none of them, like you're not serving yourself in any of them. Legal work, get someone to do it for you. Society, who cares? They speak about you even when you're married, even if you're not married, even if, if you're covered, if you're not covered. People talk all the time. It's true. Yeah. For the kids, as I mentioned earlier, the kids need happy fam- a family, happy parents, happy mothers. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you're in a relationship that's not working, you tried everything, there's nothing wrong with walking away. Yeah. You're not deemed to stay with this person forever. I, and I always, uh, my dad... My dad's so funny, Haram. The stuff I put him through. And my dad, when he was like a divorce for the second time, and we laugh about it. <laughs> and uh, we, we laugh about I it. I love be, your dad. Be, your dad's amazing. I, I love him. He's my best friend. But yeah. because, you know, why cry about it? You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm a person that doesn't live in the future or the past because none of them exist. So my dad's like, twice. I'm like, dad, three, four, whatever it takes to find the right person. I want the right person. 
And he's like, okay. He's like, what did you learn? And the thing is, us as humans, if we sit down and try to remember what we learned, we'll never think, we'll never know. But it's imprinted in us. And, but I hope we apply it next time. It's you know? imprinted in your gut, probably. Yeah, 100%. Oh, and your, your gut, because you're familiar with the situation now. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're, you have an incredible family, and like I have a pretty supportive family too, and it's amazing. But what would you tell, you know, if there's other women out there watching, or even men, you know, who don't have a supportive family and they want to get a divorce or they want to make a change in their life, like what would you advise to them? To be honest, even if my family was not supportive, I'll still walk away. I'll build a support system. I'll be my own support system because I do. I, I, I Mona, to, today I might sleep. Tomorrow I might never wake up. What have I done for myself? Was I waiting for someone to support me so I can take an action towards be- living a better life? No. There is no right time. You create the right time. Yeah. So have the guts to... to okay, I'll let me put it in this way. Have the guts to, for once to not be a victim and to be your own hero. Because us women, we like to victimize ourselves. And it feels good when you're a victim and someone is the evil person. It feels good. Yeah. But for once, decide not to be a victim and decide to be a hero. And do something about it. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love... I love the thought of like just being your own hero. Yeah, I'm not going to wait for anybody. Yes, I'm blessed with the support system, but if I did not have it, I would still do it. Mm-hmm. I would still, I will create a situation. I will create a system. I will go to my friends. I will find some, one person that understands me, and that's all I need. I love that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be that strong. Like I'm like, thank God my family's supportive, but if they weren't, I don't know if I could do it on my own. I think that's really amazing that you put it that way like you can just find that one person if that yeah. one person has to be you then that's okay yeah and you think you can't but you're stronger than you think you are and you're you never I never knew I had it in me unless I, until I was pushed to the corner and I had to figure it out I had to try and I had to do it I but when I used to sit before that and think I never thought I had it in me but yeah. it's in there it just needs somebody to drag it out of you right yeah what would you tell you know your former self before you even got married, mm. like what advice would you give to yourself in like choosing the right partner? To be honest, I would, about my journey, I would not change anything. And I would still tell my old self, do what you have to do, do the mistakes you do, because it made you who you are. So I'm so thankful for like, even, yes, I had very bad relationships, very bad marriages, and um, compiled with, you know, cheating, lying, abuse, and all that. But, at the same time, I do not regret going through it because I wouldn't have been sitting with you right now if I didn't go through that. And it's scary how in life, if you take one turn, everything changes. Butterfly effect. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. So I would tell myself, keep going. Don't, don't overthink. Just do it. Just yeah. learn. Just learn. Yeah. Wow. And I would never change <laughs> anything. If you give me a magic wish right now, and a wand, and you tell me, Sarah... This can change one thing that you did in your past. I'll be too scared to change it because I wouldn't be right now here right. sitting with you. Yeah. I wouldn't have had probably had my kid. I wouldn't have been as it's happy true. as I am in life. So that one route towards a different location might change everything. And yeah. this is what's scary about life because every time you miss an opportunity, you don't know what would have happened. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. So true. I mean, when you say a magic wand that could change anything, I do get tempted, but you're totally right. Like you just never know what no. might would have not happened if you if you changed yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine like in your case, let's say you would say, okay, I, I wish like one of like this ex guy worked out and I, we ended up being married. Then you wouldn't have had this empire. You never know. See, I believe God's delays are not God's denials and God loves us all. So even if the journey is hard, it's because it was meant to make you strong. Yeah. No, I it, love that. It was that. meant, yeah. I love so that. Believe in, so believe full in of the wisdom. Journey. I love it. <laughs> I feel like prayers tell and I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I love it a lot. I love that. <laughs> it's good. Oh my God. <laughs> so you have so many exciting things happening right now in your life, which is amazing. Um, but what's your next biggest dream? Like what, what are you looking to do next? I don't know, because I'm such a spontaneous, random person. <laughs> Even like Hala High, the company, when I did it, I, I, I never planned it. Wow. So it came all like by coincidence. I don't know where Sarah is going to be in the future, but I can guarantee you one thing is that every day I wake up trying to be a better person than the person I was yesterday. So I know in the future I'll be the best version of me because I keep downlo- downloading the latest version and mm-hmm. upgrading my body, mind and soul. But what am I going to do? I don't know, but I'm never stepping back. Like, there's no way. 
Mm-hmm. There's always upgrades that are happening. Yeah, I love that. And uh, yeah, I mean that that's that's my main goal in life. When you're a better person, your work is better, your business is better, your mm-hmm. relationship is better, your 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 happiness, your energy, your body, your mind, everything is better. Yeah. So it all depends on on the quality of person you are, and that's yeah. what I thrive. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, how can I do things in a better way? Yeah. How, what can I do today to be a better person? Mm-hmm. And when you start your day like that, you you kind of attract better things to your life because your intentions are clean. Absolutely. I know you're a big manifester. Oh, yeah. Oh, I believe (laughs) manifestation. Do you have any, like, tips for people watching? Like, how can you manifest things faster, better? Yeah. Like, how do you get specific? So uh, manifestation has to... uh, People say you have to think about something all the time. But how can I send a message to the universe or like to God or, or, or anything like you, whatever, how you, however you interpret manifestation. But how do you send a straightforward message and, and your energy and keep it focused if you have a million thoughts that go through your head every day? It's like you try and send a message and, oh, what am I going to eat tonight? Okay, mm-hmm. sending a message again, oh, he broke my heart, you know? So the message never gets through. So manifestation works better if you write down. Mm-hmm. So you have to write it down in, in, in a notebook that speaks to you with a pen that speaks to you. Like some like they make you feel good. Ooh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't tried that. You should. So you do you actually pick like the notebook yes. based on like colors or textures or like I, I, I walked into the store, I looked at everything and one book spoke to me. Ooh. And I'm it, try had, that. it had some curse like words on it in the front. But, but it was so <laughs> it's so me. But I looked at it, I'm like, this is the one. This is the one that's gonna make me reach my goal. So wow. I have to speak to you because you have to have a comfort level. Mm-hmm. And then I picked a pen that my hand was comfortable writing mm-hmm. with. And if you think about it, um, it's you sending signals from your brain through your hand, which requires a lot of energy to write down your feelings. So what happens is the energy stays in that book. No wow. matter how much you change your mind or you got through the day, that book still holds it and is sending a direct message. You should be very specific. You can't just say, God, I want, I, I, I want a dream car. Can I just say something? Yeah. So interesting you say that because I previously, like two years ago, when I was like really into manifestation, I was writing it out every single day. Yeah. And then the past year or so, I've only done digital and nothing, work. nothing's working. No. Yeah. Like before it worked the so well that it yeah. freaked me out. I'll tell you why. Putting it digitally doesn't require... But you're typing. <laughs> no, but what doesn't require <laughs> no. uh, what you're... The, the, when you're writing, your brain is working harder. Your right. energy levels is, is more stronger. So interesting. Yeah. I'm going to try that. I'm going to get yeah. a new notebook. I'm going to get my favorite pen, and yeah. I'm going to start writing. And be specific. Yeah. To, the, to, the, to the description, to the smell, to mm-hmm. the color, to the size. You have to be very specific. Mm-hmm. Because if you say, I want a nice car, God. I want my dream car. Mm-hmm. And then you get a car, and you're like, but that's not my dream car. But you never mentioned what your dream car was. Right. You have to be very specific with details in, in, in every angle, even boring details. That's number two. Number three, you can't be, um, how do you say that in English? Like, you can't be, you can't ask for it. Like, I would love to. I would like to. No, you have to demand it. Mm-hmm. I deserve it. I will get it. You have to talk as mm-hmm. if you own it, and, and somebody owes you something. Mm-hmm. So the way you write the language is very important. If you're hesitant, you will not get it. Mm. because you're not even sure of what you want. So how would you write something out? Like, for example, let's say if I'm trying to manifest the right person, I would write, um, I deserve the right man. I've, I've suffered my whole life. I've been searching for this man. I deserve it. You will give me what I want. You will give me what I need. And he looks like this. And you have to demand it. You have to have so much power mm-hmm. that your energy becomes more powerful. You, wow. you, can't, you, can't, you can't ask. So you get super way. emotional. Yes. Ooh. You have to demand. I like that. I to need to start tuning into yeah. my... Emotional state. I think I I write it with like Zen music on. I literally put on like no no it has to be piano aggressive. and like <laughs> spa type music, and I'm like writing it really like serene. Maybe I should get way. more. Maybe I should get more. No, you have to be very aggressive. Okay, and, and you have to demand and ask for it. I'm gonna yeah. put on some Tupac and <laughs> manifest. <laughs> Do that. Why not? <laughs> I love that. I love that advice. Um, so interesting, and I'm definitely gonna go back to handwriting again. Yeah. Um, this has been so much fun. I had so much Honestly, fun. you're amazing. I don't even know how we're going to cut out part of this, but we've been filming for like three hours. I know, <laughs> I know. I like to end all my videos with a quote. And I know you've already said so many, but if you could share with us like your favorite quote and what it means to you, um, yeah. that'd be great. So I have two quotes that I live with. One is what you're looking for is looking for you. 
So that's that's the law of attraction, basically. Love that. And I believe in it. I manifest it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. The second one is um, between what's right and wrong. There's a garden. I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. So life is not black and white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's beautiful things in between between those the two the two ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. that you should enjoy. Yeah. And not just base yourself at the end what's right and wrong. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm too vanilla. <laughs> I need to mix it up a little. <laughs> you need I a like remix, that. girl. I like that. I definitely do. What is your favorite? I need to spend quotes? more time with you. Um I have so many. I think I mean, there's too many. My one favorite that one that I, I I say a lot and I used to have all over my social was um, to understand all is to love all. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you're saying. It's like, you know, everybody has love within them. And if you get to know someone and you understand them, you're going to love everybody because you understand that if people hurt yeah. you, it's because they are hurt. If people um, lie, it's because they've been lied to, you know. Yeah. So it's like having that empathy and compassion for people really would make all of us love each other more and then all the hate would go away and I wish people would do that more so that's my favorite one I wish yeah we're we're doing it we're making the change more loving yes yes 100% (laughs) I love it and um for with love Mona for the podcast I really want to end every single podcast with um something you're grateful for so if you were to pick one thing uh what would it be that you're most grateful for for the, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for the people that I have in my life that, that love me and that, that like, that I love back and that have been there for me all the time. And I can count them on my fingers. Really? And I, it, I don't need a big circle. I, yeah. I have enough. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. So grateful. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah, for being on, a, on my channel and doing this with me and being my first friend in Dubai and my first podcast <laughs> guest, my first I'm many honored. things. <laughs> I love this. This is so much fun and I could spend all day with you. Me too. I love you. (laughs) So I hope you guys enjoyed watching. And as always, please don't forget to like this video, comment below, let us know what you guys think and feel about everything we talked about. And please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I love you guys so much. Bye.